Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another week of my podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for spending time with me. This is a spot where we just talk about some thought pro- thought-provoking content, get us to think a little bit, look at things differently, ponder some things, meditate on some things. We are in a season now, again, of a lot of polarization, a lot of conflict, Roe v. Wade decision, a lot of uh, anger, race relations, things of that nature. And as a Christian, I usually found myself in the middle of conflict between the church and those that are not necessarily the church, the believers versus the unbelievers those that uh, proclaim to be lovers of the gospel, lovers of the Lord versus those that uh, tend to not believe in God or not have a relationship with God. And I really have uh, found myself struggling with this uh, divide, not because I struggle with my belief system or my belief in Jesus Christ, believing that he is Lord and God has raised him from the dead, But just this whole battle with love versus legalism, uh, loving our neighbor as ourself, and that neighbor does not represent other believers. Uh, Loving our neighbor just represents anyone uh, that we come in contact, uh, contact with, that we should love them just like we love ourselves. That's one of the uh, two uh, commandments that God gives us are basically saying that when you look at the commandments of the Old Testament, it narrows down to loving the, the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul and your strength and loving your neighbor as yourself. So sometimes I find it uh, difficult to really navigate that because um, I've grown up in a season and we're in a season now where it's more of a war not with the principalities and rulers of darkness, but it's more of a war with people. And we know that Jesus came to die for people, and we are at war with the spirit. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but of principalities in high places. So what does that actually look like? I know growing up that uh, we believe that this salvation process came through the blood that Jesus Christ shed Uh, on the cross. And uh, through that blood, what does that actually mean? I know that even in a lot of uh, spiritual warfare things, I would hear family members and church members talk about pleading the blood uh, over things and covering uh, that God's blood would cover and cleanse. And so my mind went to this thought, uh, what is the blood? I mean, it seems like we have turned the blood more so into a, a weapon Uh, Instead of uh, this love that we uh, saw that Jesus demonstrated on the cross. Matter of fact, he didn't say when we got our lives together, he died. He said that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He knew what we were going to do. He knew what we have, uh, what we had done in the past. And um, he knew what we were in the middle of even right now. But while we were yet sinners, Christ died And in these uh, conflicts, racial conflicts, uh, critical race theory, uh, Roe v. Wade, um, the the marital uh, issues as far as traditional marriage versus same sex 
marriages, homosexuality and sexuality and things of that nature. What does love actually look like when, for the most part, uh, it looks like we go to battle with the Bible in our hand to basically beat people over the head? Can we actually have a standard and believe what we believe in Christ, but still show love that uh, that actually just blows uh, one's mind? So back to the blood. So I began to think about the components of the blood. And those components are white blood cells and red blood cells. And we understand that the red blood cells transfer oxygen and it also transfers nutrition. And the white blood cells actually fight disease. So in the blood, we have fighters and we have life givers. And so now I begin to ask the question, so if there's fighters, disease fighters in the blood and life givers in the blood, red blood cells giving life, white blood cells fighting disease, what is the ratio between red blood cells and white blood cells in a sample of blood? So the ratio of red blood cells to white blood cells Again, red blood cells giving life, white blood cells fighting disease. The ratio between the red blood cells and the white blood cells is about 600 to 700 red blood cells to every one white blood cell. Ponder that thought for a second, that in a sample, uh, in a sample of blood, the primary role of the blood is to be a life giver. The primary role of the blood is not to fight disease. It is actually to give life. Jesus said in John 10, 10, that the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. But I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. So therefore, the blood of Jesus is actually overwhelmingly known for being a life giver, more so than a disease fighter. And I believe we have reached a season in the church. We have reached a season in the uh, community of faith that we are known more so for what we are against and what we fight more so than what we give as far as life. I believe there needs to be a complete reversal of that, that we should be like Christ. If we're going to represent him, we come to give life and life more abundantly. And if we are truly going to be pro-life, we should be giving life and not only focusing on preserving life in the womb. If we're here to actually represent Jesus Christ, we are actually saying that I want to be a life giver. I want to give you another thought that the only time the white blood cell count actually increases is when we are infected. So matter of fact, when you start feeling sick, it is already too late. So it's at that point that the diseases already begin to spread in the, bio, in, in the body. And now the white blood cells have to work overtime in order to fight the disease that has actually invaded our bodies. So in a healthy scenario where the red blood cells are outnumbering the white blood cells six to seven hundred to one, we don't feel sickness. That means on our life giving days, 
We are still fighting disease. We just don't know about it because we are walking in health. Only time we actually are not walking in health, we start feeling sick and our white blood cell count increases in order to fight disease. So therefore, if the church is known more so for what she fights more so than the life she gives, we are dealing with a spiritual, I believe, a spiritual infection. And it is at that time that we need to go back to a healthy diet of the word of God understanding what he has actually put us here to do, and that is to be light, that is to be salt, and that is to represent love. And even in the midst of that, we don't have to become the sword of God because our weapons are not carnal. They're not natural. They're of a spiritual nature for us to be able to fight strongholds because, again, our weapon is not the person that doesn't believe like us. That per- Our weapon or our enemy is not the person that does not believe like us. The, our enemy is not someone that walks contrary to what we walk. Our enemy is not the person that is pro-choice. Our enemy is actually the princes are uh, the prince of darkness and those principalities that are actually trying to come and turn the hearts of people away from God. We can represent God in a way where we're walking in love and we don't have to be so, if you will, negative and so condescending and so uh, to the point that we're no longer attraction to him, but we're actually more of a repellent. And now is the time to say, you know what? I want to represent what God's blood did on the cross. It is that we want to be life givers instead of basically uh, destroyers of God's kingdom plan as far as advancing his agenda. I would ask that you begin to ponder those thoughts, think of those thoughts and begin to think like, what can we do to be more of a life giver than a fighter, to be more a lover of people? Because again, Jesus Christ took on all of the penalties of us and bore them on himself because if he were not a God of love, if the father was not a father of love that gave his son, then we should be the one on the cross. And so if Jesus was going to take our place and represent and take the penalty on our behalf, then at minimum, we should try to figure out how can we learn to relate to people where they are. And even as Paul said, become all things to others so that they can actually be drawn to Christ. I ask that we begin to think about what does it look like to love those that we find difficult to love. I pray that we would basically begin to figure out how to walk and journey with those that would actually we find actually difficult to walk with because this discipleship journey is not a transaction. It is a journey of love so that we can walk in such a way that people can see the overwhelming life that we give, the overwhelming love that we give, so that they can ask, what can we do to know such a loving God as this? I encourage you to do that, and I ask that you would think through those things in such a way that we can actually reprogram ourselves, deprogram ourselves of the legalism, and reprogram ourselves for the love that God has actually placed us here to display. So, 
Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. I hope that you actually heard this in a way where it'll be thought provoking and it calls you to think about things a little bit differently when it comes to how do we navigate a world that's contrary to God? How do we navigate a world who uh, works overtime to do the opposite of what God has called us to do? We can do so being loving instead of fighters. Let us be life givers. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you um, like what you hear, please uh, leave your comments or you can actually, uh, if you have questions or if you have something that you'd like us to discuss, uh, feel free to check out my website at joelmccray.com and uh, reach out to me on the contacts page. You can hear the uh, podcast on uh, Pandora. You can hear it in Apple Podcasts. You can hear it in Spotify. So check us out. We're going to continue to give content. And thank you so much for your questions. Thank you so much for your comments. And thank you so much for your support. You have an amazing day. God bless you.